Hey friends, I hope you guys had a fabulous holiday. I am putting out this recording a little bit early because I am taking the day off. So I want you guys to enjoy this amazing interview I did with Elise Houston. She's a human design expert and she is just fabulous to talk to. So uplifting and I just really enjoyed our conversation. So buckle up. You guys are going to learn a lot. It's a little bit longer than what we would normally put out. But I think it's super informative, so I really think a lot of you will enjoy it. So buckle up, and I will see you on the flip side. Hey friend, welcome to Deep Healing for Creative Entrepreneurs. My name is Aubrey Barr, and I am a subconscious release technique practitioner and photography business owner. I know you are sick of ending your day feeling overwhelmed and exhausted, and you are seeking a solution to help you feel creatively inspired and actively engaged in your business as well as personal life. In this podcast, we are going to dig into any limiting beliefs or subconscious programs that are keeping you in a space filled with anxiety and stress. This work is not a temporary solution for your life, no. This is a complete transformation. So grab your coffee or tea and let's start you on the road to healing. And let me just say, you can do this, you are worth it, and you are meant to thrive in life and business. So let's dig in. I am welcoming Elise Houston to the podcast and she is a human design expert. Is that what we want to call you? (laughs) Yes, that is what I've been calling myself. (laughs) Okay. Okay. As long as that sounds about accurate for you. Um, A lot of people, when they listen to this, they're going to say, what the heck is human design and how do you become such an expert? Um, So I'm going to let you explain just like a little bit about what human design is. And then we'll talk about like how you came into this world. Okay. So Human design um, is a esoteric discipline, <laughs> if you would, yes. um, that was received as an eight-day, eight-night download. So um, by a man who had become to known as um, Ra Uruhu, um, and he has since left this world, but he brought... Uh, human design to life in the late 80s. Um, So it's very much more recent um, than a lot of things like mm, astrology or I Ching or uh, our understanding of chakras, Mm -hmm. but it does combine a bunch of ancient disciplines in a way that um, I feel allows people so much understanding into who they are. it's very, very impactful because, you know, people are built differently, right? And when you walk through life expecting you to match other people and what you're perceiving of how their life works, it's it's not a great feeling and it never works, right? You all just, you end up feeling bad. Like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> but like human design is a really, really great tool to understand yourself. Um, because it gives insight into how you work as a person and like your life just moves so much more into flow um, when you enter the human design experiments. 
And I love that it's called an experiment because you get to be the one to like, try it on and try this and see what works and see what doesn't. And is this how I do things? What works for me? I super love that it's called an experiment. I know for sure for me, that is how I have experienced it. It's just like, okay, what do I want to dive into? Do I want to just leave it on the side for a couple months and just come back to it? And just like allowing my intuition to say, Hey, maybe you should look at your human design for that. So do you feel like people come to you for knowledge about human design? And what do you think is like the biggest reason why they, why they want that? Um, a lot of times people will enter my space and like the conversation about human design will happen because they're feeling stuck or burnt out. It, when, when you're working hard for little results, there's something that's out of alignment, right? Mm-hmm. When you're, when you're beating against the wall, <laughs> trying to force something to happen and it's just not working, there's something out of alignment. And so, um, a lot of times when there's the disconnect with the self or the the struggle, um, that's when people show up into my space, basically. Oh. <laughs> oh, so you never find anyone that just loves it? Because I feel like that's where I'm at. <laughs> well, I mean, I learn as much as I can. <laughs> to be fair, the other thing is, it's I feel like it's a little bit different for me because I interact with so many people who are who's who are like already part of the conversation. Um, and so there's definitely a difference between like, who's in my circle of friends, who's in my professional network, um, who's coming to me for a session, especially since as a manager, I have multiple jobs and I like it that way. Right. Let's, hey, like, let's start here because yeah. I'm also a manager, but I'm an emotional manifesting generator. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll talk about that today, but uh, it's a good time to tell us like who is Elise and, and then we'll go into what, how that makes the Manny Jen kind of show up. So my name is Elise Houston. <laughs> I'm a six, two pure manifesting generator, which means that I am a sacral authority and not an emotional authority like Aubrey. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise there's some similarities. She's also a six, two. Um, <laughs> I, uh, my business is Firebird Image, Mm -hmm. um, which leverages my background in psychology and the fashion industry. I got my master image consulting certification. And so I have super enjoyed helping people match their outsides to their insides. But the problem is most people will start on the outside and you start on the inside because you have to connect back to yourself. And so I've also... Yeah, but I've also integrated um, like healing and personal development tools so that you can heal your relationship with your appearance so you, that you can connect back to yourself. And it's from that place that you match your outsides to the insides. That's yep, what I do yep, in yep. my business. I love it. That's amazing. So combining the Manny Jen thing, combining mm-hmm. two like passions and seeing them yes. as that other people are like, how did that lady even think of that? Right. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I was so lost. 
Yeah. I was so lost for a long time. I didn't, you know, know what I wanted to do when I grew up, right? Mm-hmm. Like I honestly didn't think I would live to see adulthood. So I didn't make plans for adulthood. So that I found myself in adulthood <laughs> being like, what am I supposed to do? And I studied music and I studied psychology and I studied fashion. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm going to be a research psychologist and then I can't afford a PhD. <laughs> and then like, all the things. So it's been this crazy journey. And like, in the moment, I felt so bad about myself, because I was like, shouldn't I know what I'm supposed to be doing? Shouldn't I be on a career path? Right? You're doing the 6-2 thing. (laughs) Now I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have such a wide variety of experience, of deep, deep knowledge, and I leverage all of it yeah almost like yeah. so, oh, so literally literally like 99 mm-hmm. percent. yeah yeah I know because I'm, like, I'm the same way I, I do music professionally but you know yeah. what that's fine yeah. it's still there it's still got a yeah. piece of you mm-hmm. yeah I'm the same way like mm-hmm. uh, exactly the way you described just coming up with having these passions and then at some point being like wait a second why why am I living these separate passions like this is weird like at some point I was like, um, I'm going to combine my healing with that. I'm so good at with this other part of me. That's like an artist and just in love with being able to help people through things, you know, and that's what I've done with this podcast and with my course. It's just kind of, it, it feels so me, you know, and it I will is. Say, yeah, it, it's just totally me. And the, the, I, okay. So I was already headed on that route when I discovered human design, but what human design did for me was take me from a spot of being like, gosh, this is too weird. I'm just too odd, like to fit into this world to being like, oh, that's why I like this is because honestly, that's just how I'm built. Like I'm just designed to combine things in. Maybe it's a little different, you know, but I feel like it's amazing. So I'm okay with it, you know, but that's what human design did for me. Cause I was already at a place of doing the deep healing on myself and had been for Mm -hmm. years and just feeling really fabulous about everything. But it was just like an extra little acceptance of, of who I am, you know, on top, I guess is, is what I love about it. If that makes sense. (laughs) That makes so much sense because it's like, as a, as a a manifesting generators are not supposed to focus on one thing. Like we tell the rest of the world, right? Like just focus on the one thing. Don't do the, don't multitask. Don't, don't Mm -hmm. like put all your energy into one thought baby at a time. And that's not how we're built. Right. It and so it's like, normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so to know that, Oh, this is the way I do things versus the way a generator does things versus the way a projector does things mm-hmm. and how that flows. It just feels so good to be able to um, live the way that you're meant to live right? Uh-huh. Like I'm allowed to do all the things. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. To that extent, the other job that I spend most of my time um, with is I work over at Elixology, which is Neil oh, yes. Arena's um, light-filled astrology and human design business. Mm-hmm. And so I actually started by working on the back end. I am Her Majesty of Operations the operations assistant who is the Manny Gen grit and just like grind to Naomi's um, projector expertise. Yes. Uh-huh. Vision. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then, uh, oh, how many months has it been? 
I also started offering sessions. <laughs> Somewhere in there, I also started chasing yeah. my dreams while helping other people. <laughs> Basically. Absolutely. That's the thing for sure. I feel you on that. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to talk a little bit about, um, maybe we should just get into what you saw in my chart, because I want people to be curious about what their human design looks like and, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of understand that. And people that listen to the podcast, they pretty much know who I am. They've seen like kind of how I like to do things and how I combine things. And I just have like a different way of thinking about things. My perspective is a lot different. And that's like the biggest compliments I get from people. And to me, it's all normal. Right. But, mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think it would be cool if you, you have my chart, if you want to like talk about anything on there, I know we talked about manifesting generator a little bit already, but just uh, whatever comes up for you. Yes. Okay. So we did mention that you are a manifesting generator and we talked about that a little bit. And um, one of the most beautiful things about human design is that it's incredibly simple at the same time as being endlessly complex. You could dive deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. It's yes. It's incredible how detailed and how complex that it can get, but the bread and butter is always strategy and authority. Like at the end of the day, you could research all you want about your personal chart and how human design works. But if you're facing a problem, it's probably comes back to strategy and authority and your whole that. life mm -hmm. just flows when you're in there. And so each, each different um, energy type will have a different strategy. And then the authority will actually depend on your own individual um, definition, which centers are defined and which centers are not. And some right. authority types are more common in others, some types than others, but um, it is more individual than just the energy type. Mm -hmm. So um, your strategy is to, as, as a manifesting generator, is to wait to respond and then inform, right? Yeah. <laughs> I live it. I do. I do. And that, um, some of that is getting like that. Yes. Right. In the, mm -hmm. in the sacral area, it's like a, yes, that, you know, a lot of people will say, mm -hmm. you know, it was a gut instinct or I knew I should do this or I knew I shouldn't. Right. Isn't that kind yeah. of yeah. That part of it? Okay. Yeah. So the flow of strategy and authority is like you engage in your strategy, you check with your authority. Right. And so for generators and manifesting generators who both wait to respond, um, it's very much a wait check, wait check. And like we get so much done because it's a very quick back and forth. Right. <laughs> Usually you do have an emotional authority, which we will talk I, yes. about. Okay. And that shows up for me. And I, I actually have not, I haven't dove into that as much as I would like to, because sometimes it does. Um, so emotional for people listening, uh, and I'm going to explain it in Aubrey terms is like, I'm getting the yes, but then I never really feel like a hundred percent. Yes. It's more like a, yes, definitely. This is going to be great. You could see all the, you know, possibilities. And then the next morning it's like, but what about the, then you have to kind of ride this, like, Yes, yes, no, yes, you know, and it's it's a little confusing sometimes. Is that is that I have a question for you? Uh-huh. Do it. Do you feel 
your feelings or do you think your feelings? How do you experience emotions? I feel, I feel everything. I feel Mm -hmm. everything. Absolutely. And so it, it's probably more dramatic. Now, when I think them because of the subconscious release that Mm -hmm. I use and I, that's what I do is I get rid of programs. I get rid of thoughts that come up. And so oftentimes if I do think them, I get rid of it. If I think it and I feel it Mm -hmm. with an emotion, I get rid of it. No problem. It's when it's just the emotion that is Mm -hmm. kind of, um, it's, it's a, it's a little much. (laughs) I, but you know what I looking back, like I said, I only found human design a couple of years ago. Looking back to my childhood, a hundred percent can tell you that it was way worse than it was way more just mm-hmm. up and down and all over the place. And from the outside, you know, my family members or my friends might see me and they might think, oh, she's fine. She's just quiet. She's just shy. You know, and the inside it was, oh, it was crazy. You okay. know, and I say that some of that maybe is the six, you know, the six coming in and the mm-hmm. things I need to experience as a child but go ahead. Let's talk about the solar plexus. So the solar plexus is what is, if your solar plexus is defined, that would give you the emotional or solar plexus authority. If your solar plexus is undefined, you would move to the sacral. If that's defined, that's your authority. So for Uh, Aubrey specifically, she has a defined sacral and a defined solar plexus. But the solar plexus takes precedent precedence, right? Oh, that sacral okay. is still gonna give you the uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. But like you have to, it's in support mm-hmm. of your solar plexus response, right? And the solar plexus um is not a clear-cut yeah, uh-huh, uh-uh, like the sacral, which is something that I love about the sacral. Cut and dry. Yes. Right? Yes. This the makes solar a lot of plexus. Sense. Mm-hmm. The solar plexus is a wave. Um, and depending on how you experience your emotions is how you experience the wave, right? Because if you <laughs> feel your feelings, then you're going to feel one way about the thing and then another way about the thing and then another way about the thing. And if you think your emotions, which I bring up because there are a lot of people who are like, I can't, that can't be right because I'm not an emotional person and I have the defined solar plexus. Uh, My husband is an emotional manifester, but he thinks his feelings. And so he's like, well, what if this, but what if that, but what if this, but what if that, what if this, what if that solving all the problems in advance? You know why I love this? Because like you just mentioned your husband, I'm married to a manifester and my daughter, we only have one daughter, one Mm -hmm. child. She is an emotional manifesting generator. <laughs> oh, he's sitting there like, I totally, first off, I, I hate to say it like this, but I can read her mind, like no problems. <laughs> it's just one of those things that I do. But then also like with her emotions, oh, have mercy. It's, it's amazing. It's an amazing it's flow, really but it's hard just. when you don't know what's going on, yes, right? Because people, that. people tell you that you should have more stability, right? They shame you if you're like, but first this way, but then this way. And now I feel this about it. And now I feel this about it. But the purpose of the emotional wave is to see things from the, all the perspectives before reaching a 90% resolution. You know what? Like, okay. I feel like that's actually a good thing when you put it that way. Yes. Yes. I do tend to mm-hmm. see all the, all the different ways it can go, you know? And I always think back to when I, when um, Dave asked me to marry him 
And I said, yes. And I'm like, I freaking knew I was going to do it at that point. Like, and I was, Mm -hmm. believe me, I was in so much trauma after my first marriage and just a lot of abuse. And just, I left everything, everything I owned and I started anew and I was already engaged before my divorce was final. It was just like a roller coaster. Like no one can even imagine And yet I was like, no, this is good. Like, (laughs) I'm like, it feels good. I don't feel like anything could go wrong coming from someone who's like, I'm never getting married again. So I feel like sometimes it does show up extra. Like, it's like, no, it's fine. You got it. You know, you can do this. But other times with smaller decisions, usually maybe business ones, maybe small relationship stuff or friendships or whatever. I feel like sometimes it's even more emotional and less concrete for me personally. That's just my understanding of it. Another thing that can impact how your wave shows up is how much time you feel like you have in order to make the decision. Um, Because when you have that solar plexus authority, please do not force yourself to make decisions right in the moment. If someone Mm -hmm. asks you a question, you do not have to say yes right away. You can say, hey, I'd like to think about this. And maybe you should do that first, honor the wave, even if you also have that sacral response, you've got to honor that that wave. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I, um, I know (laughs) what really allowed me to, to witness my husband's wave and like, just understand the wave so much better is when he had to make a major decision in a short space of time. Right. Because, um, you still go through the whole wave (laughs) faster though. Right. (laughs) Give yourself a lot of time. A lot of it's, it's, it's a more smooth ride because you have all the time you need to thoroughly examine each point of view without any pressure to feel all the feelings about it. When you have a short amount of time and someone's (laughs) waiting on you for an answer. That's a long day. Let me tell you. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Great I, because it yeah. also allowed me to practice showing up as someone who is grateful that I am not an yeah. emotional authority. I, I know, love being a psychologist. It definitely like, like I don't want to scare to show people away <laughs> that end up being an emotional side. You can only can you only be Beautiful. emotional with mm-hmm. a manifester or a generator, or can you also be an emotional projector? Um, I I've never heard it, but I don't know. What defines a, a, so a manifester and a projector, both of them do not have sacral definition, right? Right, And then when you are a manifester, there is a motor to the throat with a projector. You could have a motor defined, but there's no connection to the throat. Yeah. Okay. If someone had their, um, uh, the 3740 channel where their solar yeah. plexus would be defined through the ego center or through the root center, they mm-hmm. would still have that. Um, and if it didn't connect to the throat, it would be projector versus manifestor. Ah. Yeah, so could yeah. happen, I guess. I mean, no, of course I've seen that before. Naomi is an emotional projector. Oh, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, um, excuse me, ma'am. That's your boss. <laughs> yeah, that's it's really cool. And I don't want people to like hear the emotional and be like, oh crap. And you know, be scared to like pull theirs up because it honestly, like, 
it's <laughs> understanding it, I think is just a different level and it just helps you be a little bit more accepting. And it depends on where you're at. Cause for mm -hmm. some people it might be, they might be in the beginning of their healing journey and find it to be a little bit overwhelming to learn some of this stuff about themselves. Like I'm kind of happy that I was kind of through most of it before I discovered my birth chart. Hello. Or this. <laughs> So you're like, allowed to be mad about it if you yeah. would like oh. you're allowed to feel all your feelings yes. about being a solar plexus authority so true but there's <laughs> also a lot of beauty in it because yeah. speaking as a sacral authority I just get the yes no and I go right like I can't tell someone I can't like explain it I haven't been through the process and so to know that there are oh, people yeah. who are going through the process and that they are like solving problems in advance they're like seeing perspectives in advance like yeah. there is so much beauty and benefit to that yeah like, it, it's it's exhausting though I'm gonna tell you <laughs> <laughs> it's exhausting but it's it's fine I, I actually really love it like you know when we first got on the call today and you pulled up my chart and we're both like it's so beautiful I just find it so unique and so wonderful to like be able to learn these things you know, um, is there anything else that you want to touch on, on, we talked about the authority and the, I actually want to talk about your incarnation cross. Oh, cool. um, I don't know yes. much about it. So that's awesome. I, okay. So, um, so part of the reason how many yes. there are, because I know it gets really confusing. Oh, I don't even know. There's a bunch of okay. incarnation crosses. Like, I know that it can feel um, cookie cutter at first to only take in count uh, type and authority, right? What energy type you are and what authority yeah. you are. Like you could um, maybe feel like you're being put into a box, right? But yeah. that's this is where the complexity of human design comes in and how many different pieces and what roles the energies are playing. Mm -hmm for each individual, right? So I mentioned that, you know, both of us are six to manifesting generators, right? Mm -hmm. Does that mean we're the same person? We have the same personality? We move through life in the same way? Actually, no. No, but it's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, being a six two and in a different phase of that process, it's helpful for me to be able to get wisdom from Aubrey, but we are actually different people. Yes, and absolutely. part of that is the incarnation cross. The incarnation cross is composed of um, your sun and earth energies. Uh, those are the placements that create the energies in your incarnation cross. So they're very, very prominent. Um, and so my incarnation cross is very, very different from Aubrey's. And that means that how we move through life, what we're here to be doing, um, how we see things, That's how we so interact different. with the world around us is completely different. Right? I didn't know this, so I'm very interested. <laughs> we both have left angle crosses, which means that our interaction, like the, the energy of the incarnation cross is outward, focused instead of the inward focused of right okay. angle crosses. So we're here in part, part of how we move through life is how we're interacting and outputting with other people. 
That makes perfect sense. But uh-huh. my cross is the left angle cross of upheaval. <laughs> Don't sign me up for that one. <laughs> I, I actually love it. It has definitely been a journey for me to figure out how to make peace with it, for sure. Um, but it's also been validating for me to realize that that's what was going on. So cool. Your, your incarnation cross is the left angle cross of education. And so not only are you the perpetual student, mm-hmm. but you're also the teacher. And oh, the teacher too? <laughs> yes. Yes. You're the teacher. And with the left angle cross, sometimes you can have um, crosses that are very similar energies to each other, but they're separate. So you have the left angle cross of education one. And specifically, you just get to share whatever is on your heart to share. Oh my and gosh. Like, and, and we've only known each other for a short time, but the moment I saw your incarnation cross, I'm like, yep. Oh yep. my gosh. Even no, when because let me, normal. I have to say something. I, I literally like just a couple days ago, I recorded a podcast and then I did a post about two totally separate things. And I looked at them later and I said, oh my gosh, I use the same words. I said, I just have to share with you what's on my heart today. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> yes. say that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, hello. And I do, I got to tell you, I don't like a lot of people know this, but when I'm ready to share something, it's because I'm just ready to share it. It comes up and I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. And, and I do, I'm not even kidding, close to zero planning with my podcast, <laughs> with anything I do, because I feel so strongly that the inspiration has to be in the moment and it has to be what is truly there. Like I feel very much that I need to be authentic with that. And it just tells my story. So I can't be like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to talk about this. Like it just doesn't settle with me. Like, Can I share so, like what's going on in your incarnation? Yeah, I would love that. Cause I've never even connected those two in oh any way whatsoever. This is beautiful. Okay. So your conscious, so there are the two lines, right? Where, where you have defined gates in human design, you have the conscious line and you have the unconscious line, right? So the conscious sun, the unconscious sun, the conscious earth and the unconscious earth, your Mm -hmm. conscious sun gate is gate 12 and gate 12 is very, very expressive, especially verbally. And it's passionate and it's eloquent and it's words based, but um, it's also cautious. It Mm -hmm. will not share until it is ready and it has to feel recognized and safe. It's like you, you, you need to see me and I need to know that I am valued before I'm willing to share what I have to say. And then I'm going to share what I have to say. (laughs) Dang it. Yeah, that really hits home because I spent a lot of years not sharing and not feeling safe. So <laughs> I would say that absolutely makes sense for me. And I've never, ever looked at that part of my chart. I never even looked and past the, you the- may Even with, you know, a left angle cross and having that sixth line, you may still identify as an er- introvert or come off as shy because you need to make sure mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it's okay that you're accepted here. Right. And that's okay. That's how you're built. Right. Absolutely. A (laughs) hundred percent. Like if I didn't have to do that whole trial trial and error thing as a child, (laughs) 
I couldn't tell you that, but for sure, like I had to feel that way. I I definitely did. So I really love that. Who would have known? Now, it was so interesting. Your conscious earth is gate 11. And okay. this is the gate of ideas and creativity. Okay. It's like wild amounts of creativity and it's having ideas, but it is specifically all of the ideas. Okay. It is more <laughs> ideas than you can possibly run with. It's more, it's not even necessarily, this is the solution. It's all, all of the solutions. <laughs> right? That sounds about right too. <laughs> right. And so having Having in your conscious mind, oh my gosh, I have all of these ideas and now I get to wait and I get to share what I want to share when I'm ready to share it and share it in such an eloquent and expressive way. It's like people get to benefit from all of the ideas, whether or not you get to be the run that runs with them. You share those ideas, someone gets inspired and they run with that idea. I always have that happen to me. I'll give people ideas and then they'll be like, I can't believe I ever thought about that. And just like, run with it. I totally see that. Happening. Your That's capacity so cool. for ideas is like, <laughs> mine would be a P. Okay. And then yours is the ocean. <laughs> uh, I, I, the, <laughs> That's crazy. And I totally see that. I t- absolutely see that. And I love it. But I, I've always felt like I have more there to share and there's always something to share. And I just felt like I maybe had too much, but, <laughs> but now that you put it that way, like you mm-hmm. said, even if it's not for my, my purposes to, you know, to better my life, it might be to better someone else's life. And you know what? I'm going to give them that then. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> and then your unconscious line is all about healing and love. Are you serious? Yes. Your conscious, your unconscious son is um, love of spirit. It's very innocent and pure. It's unconditional love. It's very Pisces love. And oh, so I it can, Pisces love. <laughs> and so it can struggle when um, people show up unloving, right? Yeah. It can struggle with cruelty because it does not understand, does not understand anything but love, right? And then your unconscious earth is love of body. It's being yes. in your body. It's moving your body. It's feeling your body. It's all of the physical what? self love. So the unconscious part is, is mm-hmm. the deep down. It's kind of like my moon in astrology. Like it's kind of like the deep me, but not everybody sees. Yeah. Because it's just kind of behind the scenes. Okay. Right. It, and, and all four of these energies interact in a way and, and, and like they support each other and it feeds through that conscious sun, right? So you have all of these healing and, and love, like healing and love <laughs> coming from your unconscious mind. better ideas <laughs> from your conscious earth and they're filtering through gate 12 oh to be able to express that with others. So please don't feel like you have to have personal experience with a thing or that it must fit this way. If it's on your heart to teach it, you get to teach it and you'll have an audience (laughs) and like who that audience is. It doesn't matter because the energy you have is there is a stage. I'm going to walk on it and talk at people and the right people are going to hear. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy that you're saying that because one of my biggest struggles with my business end is defining who that person is that's listening to me. 
And I believe me, I know they're listening. I couldn't tell you who they are or why. I chose to do creative entrepreneurs because I do have a passion for both things. And, and I've seen that world and I've seen that a lot of people don't realize that there's so much areas they need to heal in in order to make their businesses work because there's so many things that are off. And so mm-hmm. I, that's where I chose to put my voice. But um, sometimes when I get on the podcast and I have something to say, um, I struggle to be like, okay, I think this person does want to hear it because I'm not really sure, but I know it needs to be said. So I'm like kind of, uh, yeah, just having to define that is really difficult for me. And that might be why, because um, maybe it's not so much about like that package of that person. Maybe there's other people that are streaming in here or there that, that also and need maybe it. Maybe that's what they need. Yeah. You just get to trust that if it's on your heart, mm-hmm. you get to say it, even if it doesn't necessarily make sense with what's expected in your niche. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm just going to live that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I mean, I already kind of was, but then I was like, maybe I just take a couple minutes to explain how this might work for someone else. Or you know, well, like, you have permission. I I have to. That's cool. <laughs> I I so thank you for this. I like literally didn't know any of that. I I knew my my strategy. I knew the you know six two. I feel very connected to that. But this stuff is like out of what I was even expecting. And so it, and it does settle so nicely. I'm like, dang, that sounds just like me. And, you know, maybe there's a reason why I'm so passionate in these things. And, you know, I definitely have the unconditional love thing. I'm like, (laughs) it's, it's tough sometimes, but yeah, I, I just love that so much. I just think that's amazing. Good because it's your chart. You're amazing. I yeah yeah I knew I was amazing but it's it's just fun to see that right it's just like it's just extra exciting and let me ask you a question because mm-hmm. we're new friends right <laughs> you you uh you and I just connected a, a week two weeks ago something like that um because I was looking for someone like you and I had looked everywhere and uh it never worked it never worked and i'm like what is wrong with me that this is not working <laughs> but that's probably why because i was i was looking for this this other person and it happened to be you and um the thing is is uh when you pulled up my chart and and knowing just a little bit about me and then being able to talk with me and knowing what's on the chart like what does that feel like on your end like does it feel like it connects fully does it feel like um, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is that like as a human design expert being able to do that with people? Um, I really love that you asked that because, um, so in, in working for Naomi and putting people through her certification for Mm -hmm. astrology and, uh, very shortly also human design, um, people will ask all the time about like, um, the ethics of reading a chart of a stranger, right? Or um, it feels kind of weird to have all of this knowledge about a person, right? But here's the thing. Um, You get to a place where you understand the limitations and understanding the limitations is actually what like frees you to read the chart. Mm -hmm. I feel for me personally, it's like knowing that I can have all of this information about a person but that doesn't tell me 
necessarily who they are. That doesn't tell me their life story. That doesn't tell me whether they're a good person or a bad person. It doesn't tell me what they eat for breakfast. It doesn't tell me what they love to study in school and what they do for a living. It, it, you're feeling into the energies that are there. Mm -hmm. And then you offer those energies to the person as a gift to say, this is what I see in you. And they recognize themselves and they get to be the ones to tell you, oh, this is how that shows up for me. Yes, And so it's an incredibly enjoyable experience for me to be able to connect with people in that way so deeply and to um, help them feel seen and to also, you know, just learn about people and connect with them and see their lives and who they are and how those things show up for them. Right. I would never pretend to be like, Oh, I've seen your astrology chart and also your human design. So I know exactly what kind of person you you are. My astrology. (laughs) I did. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You can't look at that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. My, uh... I, I did. I, um, (laughs) because so I have a lot of Scorpio energy. I'm a Scorpio moon. Okay. So I do like to like see what, what kind of energy I'm dealing with. If I'm showing up for a person, especially on your podcast, right? Right. Like I, I had seen your name in groups that we're both in. Um, but I didn't know you personally or what you were about when you reached out to me. So I'm like, okay, um, even if I just glance over, get her, a sun, moon, ascendant, right. Look at your human design, what, and, and use that as a filter for, uh, the request, right. It's like, you're reaching out to me. This is what I'm like, okay, well, what's what, 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 what need more information, (laughs) I'm just laughing because I'm like, I only gave that information to you like a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I wonder if she's pulling that and being like, oh, I don't know if I want to work with her. Or I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do this. Right. The other thing to- is, <laughs> I know that I know that other people feel the same way. And as someone with a lot of Scorpio energy, I respect that. Like I get it. You want to, you want to like have walls and masks. There are a thousand good reasons and a thousand bad reasons right, to do that. Right. Absolutely. Right? But, um, even if there are energies that a person struggles with more than others, mm-hmm. I also feel like there's, there's no such thing as a bad and good when it comes yeah, to signs and, and planets and energy types. A lot. Mm-hmm. They get scared mm-hmm. about, I personally, I can tell you that I early on looked up my birth chart and I saw the second house and I just, I was very scared. I was like, what is happening here? And that's way before I dug into a little bit more and just understanding that's not necessarily telling a story. It's just telling Mm -hmm. like maybe where you're coming from or what your perspective, uh, how your perspective might shift and those kind of things. And, and once I just let that be and just put the faith in myself and in knowing where I've came from and how I've done, I, I let go of that. But I, I worry that sometimes people look at that stuff and just get scared, you know, yeah. and just run. Yeah. It's- a lot of, a lot of the information about, well, human design, but especially astrology yeah. is so filled with bias and ego mm-hmm. and wound. And it's so hard to separate that out. Mm-hmm. You you even do see this in the um, human design world sometimes. And I know for some people, 
um, that I've had conversations with where that was their first exposure. It's a struggle to be like, oh, I'm a generator. So I just have to work all the time and I don't, don't get to do what you, what I want. No, you're supposed to be doing exactly what lights you up and, and you should never feel like you're a drone for someone else's purposes. Yeah. Right. Or the work conversation. Right. So, Mm -hmm. and I had a conversation with a manifester recently who was like, who, um, the manifester aura is repelling, right? It's, Mm -hmm. and it's a safety mechanism. It holds people at arm's length until they know that they're safe. And so it's like, she had all this judge, like she didn't understand, um, how, how that could possibly be a good thing. Right. And like had so much wounding around people misperceiving who she is, what her intentions are, and and just the kind of person she is because she came off standoffish, Mm -hmm. right? And so I I do want to acknowledge that you can find spaces and information that just feels gross. And please don't take that as gospel because humans are humans and they have wounds and they have ego and they have bias. And you yeah. want to make sure that when you're engaging in uh, any kind of information or philosophy that tells you something about yourself, that you're working with someone who can set aside their own wounds yes. and bias, because everyone has them, Yes, to be able to honor who you are. Uh, absolutely. When I do my sessions with people, if I go in with any of my crap, it wouldn't work. Now I don't do it. (laughs) So I know, but I'm just saying, like, I go out of my way to make sure before a session that I'm completely grounded and ready to receive whatever I need to during our session, because yeah, I can't take my stuff in there. If I'm having a bad day, Mm -hmm. no, I can't do it. And I don't, but that comes with like years of learning how to do that. And it's crazy because when like I'm offering these sessions, astrology and human design for other people, it's like, Uh, okay, I know that my ego and my wound gets triggered with these energies. And I still like, there's no bad or good about it. It's my wounding. Right. And so even knowing in advance, oh, this is like, this is what I'm going to be working with allows me to then take care of me and <laughs> like ask my That's ego cool. to leave the room and be like, I get to um, set aside all of my own stuff for the next hour, for the next yeah, yeah. two hours, whatever it's, it is helpful for me. So yeah, no, that's, I, yeah, I love that. I think that's awesome. I am, I am a human too, unfortunately. <laughs> we all are. And, you know, being um, in the healing world, you just really have to have a grasp on that. Or I think that mm-hmm. could make or break you. And because people can tell, people can tell if they can trust what you're saying, or if you're coming in with your own mm-hmm. stuff, or if you're, they're serving anything other than that person. I think it's very obvious for people. Um, I, I don't do that. And, and I pride myself in it because man, I can just get right into the the conversation and just, you know, people have to share things with me that they don't share with other people. They have to, they feel like they can, and therefore they do, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but it's, it's, I just have to be able to be there for them. And, and I love being able to do that. And then when I'm done, I'm like, okay, what did I need to work on? And I disconnect myself and <laughs> get right back to whatever mood I was in. <laughs> I think, 
um, especially when you end up working as a healer, you've also been on the receiving end, right. Oh, yeah. Of so many different people. And, and, and it's true. Like, even if you're not aware at the time, like conscious about it, like you can tell, you know, you can tell when a person is bringing in their own stuff and yeah. that can be so incredibly damaging. It can be, it can be wounding to bring in your own wounds. It kind right? of, I think sometimes that would give people a, a poor taste about what the healing world is all about um, because they have those experiences with some people and that's hard because some of them are very talented and, and very gifted, but you know, it's part of the, it's part of uh, having to learn and grow through that, I think. Right. Oh, this is so, so wonderful and so amazing. And I, I want to find a way to say this without sounding like egotistical, but I just love learning about myself like so much. <laughs> There's always more to learn. And just like, I'm not right? sorry about it. I'm going to tell you right now, I am not sorry about it. <laughs> I'm just gonna, I just love it. I, I think it's so amazing. And I just always want people to have that much um, motivation to and inspiration to learn also about themselves on such a level, because I just find it to be like the most amazing thing ever, you know? Um, so I super appreciate your time. I, I just thank you with all of my heart because I love insight thank you for I love having having me. conversations. Absolutely. And I will put like any inf of the information you sent me about, um, is it firebrand fire firebird image image? I will yes. put all of that, um, in the notes of this so that people can reach out if they want to do um, a reading. And I look forward to our future together because we're going to be friends Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to, um, we're going to partner on different levels that I haven't told people about yet. Um, so I'm just super excited about it. And I just think it's amazing that you're also a six to manage it. <laughs> thank think it's you. Fun. And thank you for having me. And, um, this is my passion too. So <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And we can tell. So I super appreciate it. I hope this podcast spoke to you in some way. If it did, please go ahead and leave me a review and subscribe so that I know you're enjoying what you hear. And further, if you know somebody else who owns their own creative business and struggles with anything that we spoke about, please pass this on because it is my hope that we will be able to build a community of like-minded individuals who love on each other and appreciate the many facets that make our creative business so unique. And lastly, check out the show notes to find my free Facebook community and other useful links to work with me. All right, friend, see you soon.